Welcome to Goal Seeking. Please keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Fasten your seatbelts. We are in the hot pursuit of our goals, dreams, and wishes today. That little intro was definitely for anybody who's ever gotten to come out to Boston and take my class because I that is ingrained in my head forever and ever when I'm about to take off anywhere because of Disney. Please keep your hands and arms inside the monorail at all times. What is up, Pod Squad? Today, I really wanted to talk to you about goals, how to create them, how to set them, what makes them attainable, how to keep them right in the very front of your brain, how to make them make sense, basically all the how-tos, ins and outs of how to create attainable, achievable goals that are going to get you closer to that next best version of you. And the reason that this is on my mind, on my heart today is because today, this morning, I hit 100 classes at Barry's, which was something I wrote down for myself as a personal goal, January 2022. And while that might seem kind of random, kind of like, okay, but what's your point here, Mads? It was a promise I made to myself for something personal, not work-related, just totally having to do with me and the betterment of myself. And to be honest, I'm super proud. I set this goal and I was like, you know what, Mads, we're going to do it. And we did it. And I want to kind of reverse engineer what it could look like to set these goals for yourself, whether it be work or personal, whatever, because they're really important to kind of keep you in the game and get you excited and keep you going on the days where you would rather literally just pull the covers up over your head and be like, I'm going to sleep for an extra hour. I'm going to try to break this down into a couple different parts, but honestly, my brain is a little squirrely right now. So let's just see how we do. So first things first, I think a lot of times we overthink setting a goal and I feel like it's because we set ourselves, we don't set ourselves up for success. And what I mean by that is we set these goals that I call like the five-year goals or the 10-year goals or like these giant, 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 massive goals for ourselves. And then we get stuck somewhere along the line because these goals are almost too far out. And this is not to cut off anybody's major goals or dreams or stifle them in any way, but I want to make them more attainable. Think of bite-sized. Like if you have this, if, if a waitress brings you over this massive burger, you know what I'm talking about? Like those triple layer burgers where I can never like, ah, I'm like trying to get my mouth around it. I'm like, I can't eat this, but like in one big bite, I have to kind of like take little nibbles at it. And that's almost the way I look at a giant goal. It's like, if I put it way far out, like years and years and years, it's going to get discouraging because what am I working towards daily? What am I working towards weekly? What am I working towards monthly? And then like yearly, like it has to stack up so that it makes sense so that you stay motivated. And so an example of that is how can I track this goal so that I'm making progress and feeling like I'm getting somewhere? I think a lot of times when we throw something out way too far or it's way too big, we get stuck somewhere along the line because our motivation runs out when we just simply don't see a single sliver of progress. 
And that is not a testament to anyone out there at all. It's just like when you don't see any progress over and over and over and over again, it's really tough to stay motivated. You know, you'll see all these things about stay consistent, compound effect of your actions. But if you literally are doing something for a year or like weeks and months and years, and you see literally not even a single shred of progress, then that gets really it's soul crushing almost. So it's like, let's set ourselves up for success to go out and achieve that big goal. So say for me, I'll talk about my goal because it's the one at hand is the one on my mind. I wanted to do a hundred classes at Barry's. Now I teach a fitness class as well. I teach soul cycle. So I was like, all right, what can I do every week to get me closer and closer? And it's like, I didn't say, Hey, I'm going to do a hundred classes in one month. I was like, that's crazy that I cannot do because I will literally burn out, kill my my body possibly injure myself. I was like, my max is doing maybe two, being real wild three a week. So this is a goal that I know is going to take about three to four months to do, depending on how diligent I am. But the funny thing about that was every time I wanted to skip, I was like, ah, oh, but I, I got to stay on track. I got to, I know I am so close if I stay on track and I'm so much less likely to skip that thing. And you and I both are so much less likely to skip out when then we can see the fruits of our labor. So every time I showed up, every week I showed up and I could see the little ticker ticking off higher, higher, higher until all of a sudden I looked up and I was like at 99 classes last week. And I was like, you did it, Mads. I almost didn't even want to go today because I wanted to stay in the consistency and savor like the, the excitement and the chase a little bit of what it's like to chase down the goal. Because now I'm like, okay, you did it. What's next? And we'll talk about that too when it comes to goals because it's like you climb these massive hills, you cross these finish lines, and there's always going to be another finish line or another hill. I've heard, I talk about Tim Grover a lot. He's a massive coach. He has like the greatest books. You've probably heard his like clips of him talking on Instagram. Um, I believe he was coach for Kobe Bryant. He's been a coach for literally the greats of the greats in sports. And he says something like life is just a series of finish lines. And that's really what it is. But I digress. Going back to what I was talking about, when we create these bite-sized attainable goals, then we feel good in the process. And it doesn't always have to quote unquote feel good. And what I mean by feel good is like, it's going to be a stretch always, but you want to see progress. Because when you see no progress, it's incredibly disappointing, especially when you're working your tail off to get somewhere. And that's why I think when I sit down and I create my goals, I make two different kinds of lists. So I have like the crazy list and that I put at the front of my journal and that includes things that, you know, it might get done this year. If I follow all these small steps or these small attainable bite-sized things, or it might be a five-year goal, it might be like a lifelong goal. And so it's something I always put in the front of my journal and I keep this running tab. Every time I think of one that I'm like, oh damn, that would be great. Let's, let's get that on the list because I know at some point I, I want to achieve that. I just don't know if that's going to happen in the next three to six months. And so the front of my goal list is labeled, you know, 2022, as I'm 
fanning through it right now. And it's just everything that comes to mind in a moment that I want to achieve, but I know is not necessarily three to six months out. So it's like the really, really big ones, the really like throwing things at the wall and see if it sticks. Um, And then when I look at those, I'm like, okay, what are the things I can do immediately? What are those tiny bite-sized mini goals, if you will, that will get me closer to all these big ones? So say one of my ones is I want to run a marathon. Okay. Can I run a road race in the next three months? Can I run a half? Can I run the Falmouth? Can I do the 10K down in Rhode Island where you run across the Narragansett Bridge or the Newport Bridge? Whatever it is. It's like, you know, I just believe truly when you set yourself up for success because you're showing yourself progress and you're showing yourself like you're building up rapport with yourself, which then builds confidence, right? So every time you do something and you say you're going to do it and you go out and do it and it's one step closer to that big jumbo yes. It's like all these little yeses, all these little goals are going to add up to that one big jumbo goal. And we, when we break it down... I think also the process is so much more gratifying because we, we're seeing the fruits of our labor as we're doing it instead of just like, it's so far out, it's so unattainable, and then you get stuck and you're like, well, it's never going to happen or, you know, it hasn't happened yet, so why would it ever happen or this is just not going to happen for me. And then those negative, like shitty thoughts come in because you haven't proven to yourself, you haven't built up your confidence around attaining the small steps. Small steps, radical change. That's one of my favorite things to say because it really is so true and it builds you up to better yourself. When we have a track record of the things we have achieved in the past, it gives us the confidence, instills confidence in us to get back out there and then go bigger. One of my favorite commercials this year was in the Olympics, I Dare You. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe you can YouTube it, but I dare you. It's like, go bigger. It's like, when you achieve one thing, then you want to do another. How many people have been like, oh, I've done this road race. Okay, I'll do a 5K. Okay, I'll do a 10K. Okay, I'll do a half. And then when you do a half, even though it's grueling and it's crazy, and you're like, that's the, the longest I've ever run. It's interesting how you finish the half. And then sometimes the next thought is, hey, I think I could do a marathon. And it just, it just sparks you to go bigger and create and dream more and, and think even further outside the box, but it comes from proving to yourself that you can do the previous steps to build yourself up, to build the confidence up to where it needs to be. So then you can, then you can be like, all right, I'm ready for that big thing. Or now I'm ready. I've I've got this whole track record of all the things I've achieved up until this point. And now I'm going to go for that thing because now I see it. It's only a hundred yards out. And I know I can cross that finish line within this amount of time. If I do X, Y, and Z, and I can completely create the roadmap and reverse engineer the the actual path that I can trailblaze forward to get to that one big goal. But it comes by creating those bite-sized attainable goals for yourself. I really hope that makes sense because I feel like I didn't even breathe there because I was like so trying to get the thought out. So hopefully that wasn't too tangent filled. And so if you're sitting out there anywhere and you're listening, you're like, all right, Mads, but what do I like, how do I do this? This is the practice that has worked for me immensely. I write down the five things I'm grateful for in the morning, and then I write down 10 goals. These goals, 
I call them, they're like my nearsighted goals. They're like the goals I know I'm going to achieve achieve in the next three to six months because of my previous track record and because I know, I know I have the confidence instilled in me that I can absolutely do it. So these should be goals that you know in the next three to six months, you can absolutely achieve them. And here's where the trick comes in. You write them down every single day. I write down the 10 things that I'm going to achieve every single day. And then to supercharge that manifestation and supercharge bringing it in, you write it in the past tense form. I ran that marathon. I, I think mine says, I literally think my journal says, dust, I dusted a hundred classes at Barry's. Like, you know, something silly, but like every morning I got up and I wrote that every morning for the past four months. I've written a myriad of things of what my closest, most nearsighted goals and dreams are three to six months out. And I write them down every single day because I truly believe, and I've talked about this for years and years and years, that you cannot keep your goals and your dreams up in your brain. Then they're just swirling around and they're not real. They're figments of your imagination. They're fantasies, fantastical things just swirling around in our brains, easily lost, easily forgotten, and even more importantly, easily kind of cast aside, like, "Mm, I'll get around to it. It'll happen when it happens. And I say, accountability takes the casual out of it. I coined that in Wicked Fearless one night because I was like, what, what makes coaching what it is? Accountability. Because left to our own demise, we probably wouldn't do what we say we're going to do, right? If you keep your goals and your dreams up in your brain and you never write them down, you're not even holding yourself accountable. By taking the pen and putting it to the paper and writing it down, not only once, but every single day, you are building up this level of accountability for yourself. Like, I'm going to do that. I've been writing it down every day. It's at the forefront of your mind. How can I not achieve this? And then step by step, You figure out how to get there. And then when the best part about this whole thing is when you finally achieve that goal, you get to cross it out in the journal and then you create another one. But crossing it out is such a big momentum, like a big monumental moment because it shows that you are creating momentum in the direction that you want to go. And an object in motion stays in motion. That forward, I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep going. I'm creating this list. You're literally creating this list, this actual tangible list that you can call upon. You can go back and look in all your journals. I still do it of proof that you actually can do what you put your mind to and then one up that what you write down on paper. Okay, Mads, I hear you, but I don't know where to start. Start small. I think I've emphasized that in the last few minutes, but start small, start bite size. If you're like, I am dying to get a brand new job, then maybe your goal you write down every day is I'm going to go on one interview a week for a new job, or I'm going to send my inter, like, I'm going to send my resume out 10 times a week. I'm going to send my resume out 20 times. Whatever you truly in your heart of hearts know that you can do and can hold yourself accountable, can hold yourself to that standard, then you will get to the bigger goal of 
that new job. Because you can't just walk outside and be like, I got a new job now. I mean, very, very rarely are you going to walk into that. So what can you do to get there? It's like, what can I do in this moment with the time I have, with the skills I have, with everything I have at hand, how can I control the situation to the betterment of myself and so I can propel myself closer to the goal and dream at hand? Also, side note, I think you heard me say small steps, radical change. I think a lot of times we discredit the small steps or we cast them aside because we think they're too small. But 1% is a hell of a lot better than zero. 10% is a hell of a lot better than zero. 30% is a hell of a lot better than zero. Do I need to prove the point anymore? Anything is better than zero movement and zero motion in the direction that you want to go. So even if it's these 1% tiny tweaks and increments, if you just turn up the dial just a tiny bit, Turn up the heat a little bit to get out there and get things done for yourself. You'd be really surprised how you start to put one foot in front of the other and walk towards the things that you want by setting even those tiny, tiny little goals. I haven't gone to the gym. I haven't been back there. Okay, go for 30 minutes. 30 minutes is better than zero. Okay, I, I, you know, I really want to start a meditation practice, but I just like, I can't sit on the pillow for an hour like Deepak Chopra or whoever out there. And it's like, okay, well, sit on a pillow for one minute. I think where we get tripped up, a comparison, that's a hell of a, hell of a, hell of a drug, um, comparison, but also just do not discredit the small steps. That's how you start. I hate the saying, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? But it's true. It's like one little thing here, one little thing there. And all of a sudden, all those little 1% start to add up, especially when we're talking about goals especially when we're talking about dreams and especially when we're talking about, okay, I want to change something. I want to, I want to create this different life for myself. I want that different job. I want a different house or I want, I want to find myself. I want to see myself a year out in a completely different place from where I am. Let's reverse engineer it. That is the best way. Okay. I'm here now. What can I do with what I have in this moment to change my situation to better fit the goal dream I have in my brain? And lastly, if you're like, I literally don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know right now. I don't even have a goal or a dream. Then my suggestion for you is to get really quiet, close your eyes and to start honestly visualizing what the highest version of you could look like with where you are right now. Don't get like super duper duper crazy and close your eyes and try to imagine yourself, you know, 20 years out, 10 years out. Although as you move through this process of goal setting, visualization, you might be there. But for all intents and purposes, as a beginner, close your eyes to yourself right here where you are right now. Like, I tell everybody, get really, really detail-oriented. Like, who do you want to be standing with? What do you want to be wearing? Do you want to be standing next to some kind of car? Do you want to be outside of an apartment or do you want to be outside of a house? Are you in a different location than where you are now? What does that location look like? What's the weather like? Literally, what does the air smell like? Okay, what what are you walking to your new job? Where's that new job? It's like visualization is such a powerful tool because it kind of brings forth the things that we want 
the very most, our deepest desires. It's kind of like daydreaming. Why is daydreaming so fun and and exciting and like, ah, because it brings forth the things that we want so very badly for ourselves. So maybe close your eyes and visualize, dare I say it, daydream so you get some ideas. Sometimes you have to get like a little creative and really think outside the box. Okay, what is it that I really do want? And then when you kind of marinate in it and you really do come out with that one thing, Say you're somewhere right now in school, maybe you're in college and you close your eyes and you see yourself just not even in the city that you're in right now. Great. We have something to work with. Okay. Maybe that's, I'm going to start applying for the jobs in that new city, or I know that that's my end game. I just know in my heart that that's where I want to be. Great. Then what are now the steps? Now we have action items. Now we can formulate a plan. Now we can make this a real tangible, actual freaking thing than just sitting and being like, well, I don't really, I don't really know. Cause the thing is we do all really know deep down inside. We just have to get quiet and we have to let the chatter and all the bullshit fall away. Everybody else's thoughts, everybody else's opinions, our mom, our dad, our sisters, our brothers, our partners, our best friends, whoever out there, we have to let it all fall away. We have to get really quiet. We have to close our eyes and we have to visualize what we want. Every time I say that, I think about the scene in the notebook. What do you want, Allie? Close your eyes. Think about it. Visualize. What does it look like to show up as the highest version of myself and get really detailed about it? Start there. And then from there, you can backtrack and figure out exactly what you need to do to put yourself right where you want to be in your life. I hope that was helpful. I hope you got some nuggets out of there. I hope it made sense. And gosh, if you have any questions, please DM me. There's nothing I love more than all your comments and DMs, sharing the podcast with friends, y'all leaving likes and subscribing. It means the world to me. Honestly, I say this all the time. There's no me without you. I cannot show up and do what I love the most without each and every one of you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next week. May you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless.